You're listening to a podcast from 702. Thank you for staying with us. And this week's installment of Hashtag Courage is Beautiful, uh, we continue our conversation with healthcare workers around the toll that the pandemic has taken on their mental health. So we're also grateful um, as a society, we're certainly grateful as a station to our healthcare workers for their courage. And we want to give them and their families the support that they need during the pandemic. And that's why there's the Dove Care, uh, um, Care on Call 24 four-hour helpline and it's about uh, allowing them to have someone on the other side that they can speak to where there's absolute confidentiality Um, there's not only confidentiality but uh, you'll be able to have access to uh, professionals on the other side who can help you to debrief and uh, considering what you've experienced over time on a daily but they'll help you to debrief and help you with the mental challenges that you're facing so utilize it if you have a family member for instance um, who you've observed uh, that uh, you've watched over time be at the front lines. What toll has it taken? Uh, you can be a part of this conversation right now by giving us a call on 11 883 uh, But just make a note of this uh, 24-hour helpline. It's 800 triple zero zero one nine that's zero eight hundred triple zero zero one nine hashtag courage is beautiful and there's more of course on 702.co.za this afternoon we're speaking to a psychiatrist last week we spoke to a psychologist and before that we'd spoken to a pediatrician uh, as we know that our hospitals have had to operate differently to prior uh, to the uh, pandemic and so many different parts of hospitals have uh, have been affected um and this time around, we connect with a psychiatrist, Langaletu Mgoma, and uh, she joins us now. She is a VITS medical registrar in psychiatry, and uh, she joins us to talk about uh, her, ex- her experience with the pandemic. We're taking your calls and your voice notes, of course. Um, Dr. Mgoma, thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Hi, Vanya. I'm so excited to be on the show. It's great to have you. Really, really great to have you um, because we've been unpacking different aspects of um, the pandemic and how it's affected various healthcare workers. And, you know, we have to extend this definition that it's not just healthcare workers, but everyone, in fact, that works in the healthcare industry, uh, those that are that also form part of the supporting staff uh, and so on. And here you are in psychiatry. What what drew you to it? What drew you to psychiatry? Firstly, so Azania, I've always been interested in mental health, mm-hmm. and I think specifically in the South African context, there's been a lot of stigma towards patients who've been diagnosed with mental illness. And for me, it's something I'm really passionate about: destigmatizing mental health, and also just making mental health resources more accessible. Because one thing to have more awareness about it, but I find that often we struggle with making it more accessible so that people can easily access mental health services when needed. Mm. So it's something that really I've been throughout my medical career, and I'm so fortunate to start my specialization process, but I've always been passionate about that. Yes, yes. And in this time, what are some of the challenges that you you experience daily working with mental illness? So when it comes to mental illness, and I think this applies in all healthcare sectors, is that um, really it's a social stigma, it's a social environment. Mm. Um, and we talk about the social determinants of health is that a lot of times patients really come from poor socioeconomic circumstances 
So it's difficult to, once they've been discharged from hospitals, to reintegrate them into the community because of their continued isolation, mm. marginalization, and stigma. And I think lots of the times we have to draw upon a multidisciplinary team. So we involve social workers, occupational therapists, and we have family meetings really to try and have a holistic approach to each patient so that we make sure that their social environment can really support them um, as they've been diagnosed with a mental illness. So that really is. And I think things have been quite challenging mm. um, during the COVID-19 pandemic because we haven't been able to really have those multidisciplinary teams and you know, having contact with patients' family has been a bit tricky and mm. also with, you know, the physical aspect of it in terms of um, patients' physical well-being. So it has been quite an added load this year. Um, there's a lot of anxiety around COVID-19. So even with our fellow staff members having to try to manage the anxiety around COVID-19. Yes. It's been a great challenge, yeah. That's yeah. an interesting picture that you paint of, um, especially on the patient side, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it, it does suggest that we need more conversations around destigmatizing mental illness. Uh, if we continue to do that, that we're continuing to isolate, um, that we don't want to be part of the solution or that we feel mm-hmm. the shame around uh, mental illness. Definitely, definitely. And it's been so eye-opening for me. I mean, I really enjoy my job. I love it so much. And just restoring dignity, mm-hmm. you know, for patients who really have been marginalized and discriminated against. And really just trying to help them through the journey, restoring their functioning and really um, their individuality and dignity in society. Something I've really enjoyed watching um, yes. with my patients. Yes. Yeah. And when, the, when uh, have you treated patients with mental illness who've been tested and who are positive with COVID-19? Yes, I think COVID really, I mean, we're not a general hospital. I'm working in a psychiatric hospital, so mm-hmm. it's not as intense as maybe the more general and tertiary hospitals. But definitely, I mean, we had to convert one of our wards to a COVID-19 ward to treat patients with mild symptoms who were um, diagnosed um, to be COVID-19 positive. And also we've had an isolation ward as well for patients who've been suspected to have it and then they have to get swabbed mm. and they get tested and then we wait for the results. And a lot of our wards um, have to be in quarantine and have had to be in quarantine at different times um, just because there have been patients in the ward and staff members who've been infected and affected. So it really has changed a lot of things this year. We had to learn how to don and doff. So that is basically putting on the full PPE and learning how to take it off, you know, so you don't contaminate yourself. So we had to go for training for that. So it has restructured mm-hmm. a lot of things in medicine um, for us. So it was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And so often if a patient complicated, then we'd have to organize at night for them. If they're complicated at night, to go to a tertiary hospital where they have access to ICU services. So it has just been an, an added um, workload. Yes. Actually, a lot. Yeah. I'm, as you've painted the picture that psychi- uh, psychiatry wards come with their own unique set of, of challenges. And mm. that, in effect, also has a spillover effect on the staff that work with um, psychiatry patients. And so how has that... So, as it is, you know, it does take a strain on healthcare workers. And so uh, uh, this period, are you seeing an increased level of anxiety amongst yourselves and amongst your colleagues? 
definitely a zanya, definitely. I think there was so much uncertainty around COVID-19. And obviously with my colleagues, I mean, some people have families or they'll have family members who might be more vulnerable because they've got underlying illnesses, mm-hmm. might have children. There was a lot that happened and a lot of more anxiety amongst my colleagues. I mean, there were times when we were short-staffed as well mm-hmm. because a lot of my colleagues did, you know, test positive. And they'd have to go home and self-isolate or maybe their partners tested positive. So there was a whole restructuring with everything. And that added to the anxiety because we didn't know, you know, who would be off, would we be working at short staff. Fortunately, most of the staff members had recovered and recovered well. Um, it's just some members of the staff did um, complicate, but mostly everyone recovered, which is you know, in, in these times, it's um, a relief. But mm-hmm. it has come down a little bit. Um, however, they do suspect maybe a second wave in October, which we hope maybe you don't see. But so far, it's looking a bit better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then finally, let's address... Um your insights and the advice or your the learnings over time because as a doctor working in the mental health space what what advice would you give to other medical professionals working at the front lines and those that are taking on a lot of emotional strain yes so what i loved about the staff campaign and i was just so excited to jump on board um is because there's within medicine there's kind of this medical culture where a lot of healthcare workers don't allow themselves to be human, don't allow um, ourselves to really seek the care that we need. Because um, the field itself can be very intense and emotionally taxing. So we need to, within our own field, just stigmatize um, seeking mental health, which Mm -hmm. would be very important. So that's why I really enjoyed this stuff campaign to bring that awareness and I think my advice would be that it's okay doctors, nurses please take care of your mental health too, it's important and we can only function and um, give our all to our patients if we've also taken care of ourselves Mm. so I was really excited to jump on board because I think it's something in the medical fraternity that we really needed Yes, Um, because your own mental health also uh, matters Yeah yeah. Oh, and I've had many experiences, you know, speaking to colleagues who are struggling. And for me, you know, just having those conversations and saying it's okay, you know, for us to also take care of ourselves. Mm, it's mm. important. Mm, yeah. Mm, and prioritize, uh, prioritize your own well-being. Dr. Mm. Ngoma, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, the work that you're doing, but also joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much. It's been so great. Thank you for having me. That's Thanks wonderful. So That's Dr. Langam Goma, and she's a Fitz Medical Registrar in Psychiatry. So that number for the Dove Care Line is 0800 111019. That's 0800 111019. Use it, uh, share it with um, your colleagues. If you're a healthcare worker, pass it on to your family members so that they can also be able to talk about the trauma, talk about the anxiety, the stress that they've uh, had to endure uh, observing and being a part of your life as a healthcare worker. It is available not just for healthcare workers, but for the entire families too. 0800 111019.